hi guys um good day whatever time you're listening to this good morning good afternoon good evening good night um this is okolua alowe and this is football at all podcast with okwe football at all with okwe podcast yeah so um today we're talking about a lot of games and just thinking about the games i'm having goosebumps and i'm having chills and ah, there are no words to describe some of the games i've seen this past week both on champions league and premier league and it's just an absolute beauty so um let me just run through the list of games we'll be discussing or talking about or analyzing or i'll be giving my opinions and views and criticisms about um manchester city against real madrid liverpool against villarreal manchester united against chelsea Newcastle against Liverpool, Leeds against Manchester City, Tottenham against Leicester City, Everton against Chelsea, West Ham against Arsenal, Manchester United against Brentford. Just like nine games. Like in one week, we've had like a lot of games. I think it's because this period, um, this that's last week of April. Premier League and Champions League, everything, all the leagues, they come to an end in May. So this is like, you know, we're rounding off the whole season. So yeah, there are going to be a lot of games in all the leagues and all the cups and everything because everybody's like, oh, we're coming to the end of this season. So yeah, basically that's it. So I'm going to be starting with the game that i promise you that this game is still giving me goosebumps and this is like what almost a week after that i'm recording this because life happens but then um that's the manchester city game against real madrid i don't know where to start from like i'm a manchester city fan for those of you that don't know if you don't know that by now then welcome to the podcast <laughs> but i'm a manchester city fan and um i'm not i don't even call myself a manchester city fan because i feel like using the word fan is like doesn't it doesn't encapsulate what how much i love the club it doesn't it's, the word is not enough it's not adequate to describe um how I feel about Manchester City. So I normally say I'm a Manchester City lover because I am a Manchester City lover of the club as a whole. Every division in the club, men, women, academy, under 18, under 23. Yeah, I'm a Manchester City lover. So yeah. So um I think well I think most Manchester City fans are feeling um like it's not like we left the game feeling oh wow we won i think the feeling we have is like mixed most manchester city fans have come across on social media the feeling is like a good game but 
we should have scored more a good game but it's not finished it's not over because there's still the second leg of the champions league semi-final and it's just a, a good difference between us and real madrid so it's not like that's sealed and done and it pains us i think it pains me because i know we should have scored more goals i know we could have finished that game with what eight three seven three not to exaggerate but like we could have had more goals we could have had more goal difference between ourselves and real madrid if i'm being honest so for those of you that don't know i'm a manchester city lover but i'm also like a fan of real madrid because they're like i like luca luca madrid he's like one of my favorite players in the world and i'm always like i'm a big fan so he plays for real madrid and i just love watching him play so it's not like oh i'm just a bad person i don't want real madrid to win but they're playing against manchester city so of course um yeah so let's not even draw so much of my feelings <laughs> let's dive right into it so um the game ended 4-3 and the game was so beautiful i i i had goosebumps i had tears in my eyes watching that game the fluidity in the passes and the movement um the tackles the the ability to pass as a team for manchester city i think manchester city dominated especially in that first half it was a beautiful game of football i can't remember the last time i watched a game like that maybe the manchester city against liverpool game in the premier league but it was not as entertaining as thrilling as this manchester city against real madrid and for those people that say that manchester city does not play beautiful football i promise you that you are living under a rock and you do not watch the game of football because i think manchester city plays one of the most beautiful games in the world they, they play the most they play, for me because that's my club or they play really beautiful football and the chances missed you know by marius few for them it really he really stung a lot <laughs> um for lack of better word but the attacking play for manchester city as a team was just phenomenal it was pure heart it was magic um the ability for players to open up the rotation of the ball the ability to defend quickly when they lose the ball was one thing i admire about manchester city but i have a problem with the losing of ball every two to seconds by manchester city because i've noticed that recently they've been having we've been having um, defensive issues defensive errors and that is what kept me up at night after that game our defensive errors because the thing about me is that when i see a game that Manchester City plays whether we win or we don't win whether we literally dominated the game or not i would be thinking of how to correct our errors in the middle of the night when i'm supposed to be sleeping so in the night i was dreaming of how to correct our defensive errors of how we were too open against real madrid which led them to you know have three goals against us and i feel like our defensive errors are what could lead manchester city into trouble if 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 defensive errors are not corrected but once again i say this to every single team that plays against manchester city if you truly want to win a game against manchester city do not give kevin de bruyne two things space and time because if you give kevin de bruyne space and time 
you will either shoot to score or you shoot to assist the goal. I promise you, because that is who Kevin De Bruyne is. That is that is the standard as a player. Do not give him space and time if you're playing against Kevin De Bruyne. Don't do that. Except if you came there to like lose or you like you know you are set up to lose that game. But yeah, I think I think um, both sides, both Real Madrid and City, defended not too well, and I think that was what led to seven goals in the match. But yeah, I think overall it was a really beautiful game. I really enjoyed the game. I feel like when I watch games like that. They just remind me of why I fell in love with the game of football. And as much as I was so true that Manchester City won the first leg with a goal difference, there's still like so much fear in my mouth because anything could happen in the second leg. And we're talking about Real Madrid. They have like history with winning the Champions League. And we're playing in their home. In Real, we're going to play in their home. So they have like this home advantage with the fans cheering them on and everything. So yeah, I'm just being hopeful that Manchester City will qualify to the final again. And maybe, maybe, you know, not jinx anything. Just maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this year. <laughs> I'm really excited about just, you know, Manchester City getting to the finals of Champions League again this season. I'm just I'm really optimistic about it, if I'm being honest. I think it's one of the things I learned on being a lover of the club is that you can have faith and you can believe that um, regardless of what happens, that these players will actually put in their best. They'll actually fight, fight for this, fight for what we want. And regardless of the results, the most important thing for me is that they fight till the end and they have this fighting mentality and they put their best foot forward and i want to see every single player wearing a manchester city shirt on the pitch fight like they are fighting for their life because i always say when i'm watching them fight for me like fight for us the fans that are watching and we are absolutely in love with this team with this club fight for us fight for me and when I see them do that, regardless of the results, when I see Manchester City, either men or women or the academy or anybody in the Manchester City shit just fighting with that Manchester City mentality or fight to the end, that's what does it for me. That's what, you know, gives me the calm that, you know what, yeah, we got this. So, yeah, I'm really hopeful about that. Then the Liverpool against Villarreal game was the next day, which was a Wednesday and i was i really knew that liverpool was going to win that so it's not like i was even trying to like be optimistic that oh maybe Villarreal might pull a stunt no dear liverpool have them got into the finals of champions league it's just for a um, procedure sake that they are doing the second leg if i've been honest so they won that with two goals and i i think if i've been honest everybody already knows that liverpool they've gone through so no need to like roam around the bush <laughs> for that or like merry-go-round for that game it was it was at first you know it was really hard liverpool could not break and everybody was like oh wow okay this is hard for them but one thing about liverpool is and one thing about champions is that they would always find a way 
they would always find a way they would take the half chances and convert it to goals so and that's what liverpool did that's what liverpool did against villarreal so i'm not expecting like in the second leg villarreal will come back no brah nothing 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 is going to happen either liverpool scores more goals or it ends nil nil and liverpool gets to the finals regardless so it's a win for liverpool either ways from my point of view then another game coming back to so that was the champions league for semi-final first leg for 2021 stroke 2022 season yeah it was really beautiful it was really the real madrid against and city game that i think was the highlight for most people or for most pundits or most analysis that i heard or so yeah then uh, moving back to the Premier League, hmm. United, <laughs> Manchester United against Chelsea. So um, before seeing that game, I predicted that Chelsea was going to win because um, we all know how Manchester City has been lately. They've not been in form. They've just been up and down. There's just been a lot. But hmm. the game ended in a draw, one-one, and. Mede, it shocked me as much as it shocked you because I didn't expect Chelsea to go there and to go to Old Trafford and do that. And the funny part is, as soon as Alonso scored, Ronaldo scored, it was like two minutes gap. And Chelsea played better. They had more possession, they had more shots, they had more passes, they had more passes, they had everything. Based on statistics, everything was better. And if you saw the game, you would see that Chelsea pressed better. But for for some reason, they just couldn't convert their chances to goals. And that ended in a draw. And now Chelsea, now they are... (laughs) It do shock me, dear. That Chelsea are battling, (laughs) staying in top four with Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester United and West Ham. Because this, anything could happen. And we have four games to go. So now, the, the issue is that Chelsea are on 66 points. And Arsenal, 63 points. Tottenham, 61 points. Eh, let's, let's, let's even leave Manchester United out of it. Because it's not possible for them a day again. Neither is it possible for West Ham. So we're saying Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham. So we're saying that before Chelsea's third place was confirmed. But right now, it's a shaky, shaky, it's a wiggy waga situation. Because if they do not win their next game, and Arsenal wins their next game, they're going to be on equal points. And Tottenham are not sleeping. They are not drinking wine and just gallivanting around the Premier League. They are winning their games. So Chelsea's place is no longer like, oh, standard, the way Manchester City and Liverpool's you know, first and second position, either of both clubs, is standard. So now, Chelsea too are also in the race for. <laughs> it do shock me, but I know it do shock you too. So, my dear, that's how we see Amu. That's how we see it right now. So, yeah, that, that game shocked me. And I think that that game was a shocker to every other person. Then there was Newcastle against Liverpool, which everybody... Let me say, people that are not Liverpool, um, that are not Liverpool fans, were hoping Newcastle would be able to shake some things, you know. But Liverpool came out with a goal, and that goal was able to secure them three points, which was really needed, and then put them in the first position and put pressure on Manchester City to win their game. And Manchester City struggled at first, but um, yeah, they, we won against Leeds, 
by four goals and it was such a relief because Kevin De Bruyne did not play and once I went to Kevin De Bruyne the team shit I'm learning to trust the team more and trust Pep Guardiola more because I think he's a genius I think he's a master at this thing called football but when I don't see Kevin De Bruyne on the team shit my heart will first do a thousand skips like literally before i calm down and then city has to score like at least two goals three goals before i can calm down be like oh okay we're good to go and then he needed to rest for the game against real madrid this coming week so yeah that was easy breezy for city which puts city back right on top where we belong <laughs> at the top of the link then there was tottenham against leicester and see i'm of the opinion that your main son is underrated. I don't know what you feel about him, but that's what I feel about him. And it just it shows class. Apart from Hurricane, I know they hype Hurricane so much, and I think Hurricane deserves to be hyped because I mean, come on, look at the guy. He plays fast. God. Before I go and use big English that I cannot pronounce, but Hurricane is a very good player, and and I think in in some ways. Um, Son is not really appreciated because of how much um Hurricane just you know really outshine him in the team and but I think Son is a, is a really great player and I think he's really underrated. Yeah, so Tottenham won their game. The another game <laughs> that shocked me this week was Everton against Chelsea. I don't know what's going on with Chelsea, I don't know what's going on with Thomas Tuchel. I don't know what's going on with their defense. I think a lot of clubs are having defensive issues, including Manchester City. But Everton beats Chelsea. And I mean, Everton is a club that they are struggling not to be relegated. Presently, they are like, what, 17th position? What, 18th position? If not careful, they are going to be relegated this season. And Chelsea, you know, couldn't take three points from Goodison Park when they went to play against Everton and I mean the goal from Richarlison was sweet and it was a defensive error that led to that goal but the fact that Chelsea couldn't come back or even score a goal just to take a point it do shock me I was disappointed and I think this is the honest truth and this is my honest opinion I don't think I don't see Thomas Tokyo winning the Premier League I don't, I don't want to say ever <laughs> because never say never but I honestly don't see Thomas Tuchel in that space with Klopp and um, Pep Guardiola winning the Premier League because for you to win the Premier League it's not like Champions League where you know that oh we're playing this amount of games and we're almost done the Premier League is 38 long games and 38 long weeks of planning of rotation of team players of just consistency it takes a mastermind it takes a genius at the game of football to actually do this thing for 38 weeks back to back to back which is why i think club Jurgen club and pep guardiola are the best managers in the world because they keep going back at this year after year for the past five weeks five years sorry and i'm just like the Premier League is the toughest league in the world. It's tougher than La Liga, Serie A. I mean, if, if we're being honest, the Premier League is the toughest league in the world. 
is tougher than Champions League if we are being honest. Because the level of consistency you have to put at the team that is required in the Premier League is not required in any other league in the world. And you can quote me anyway on that. So, yeah, I think I don't think Thomas Tokyo can meet up to that standard. I don't think he has gotten to that level where he can comfortably win or even like being the title contenders the way Liverpool and Manchester City are there back to back every year. So, yeah, um, but I was surprised that Everton were, were able to beat Chelsea, and that's why Chelsea again <laughs> they are struggling. Then there was West Ham against Arsenal. I was just happy Arsenal, you know, won and, you know, had all three points. Uh, Manchester United against Brentford. And, of course, Ronaldo scored at Old Trafford. And I think this is their last game at Old Trafford this season. So, yeah, it was really good to see Ronaldo scoring there. I mean, he's so much appreciated. so much loved there. It was a beautiful week for Premier League. It was a beautiful week for Champions League. I'm just looking forward to <clears throat> the second leg of of Champions League this coming week and other games in the Premier League. Um, my prediction for this coming games in Premier League for Brentford against Southampton, I think they're going to draw. <laughs> um, Burnley against Aston Villa, I'll say Aston Villa will take all three points. Chelsea against Wolves, I think Chelsea should win that, considering the fact that they really need points, right? Now they can't afford to drop. Crystal Palace against Watford. Crystal Palace should win that. Brighton against Man United. Man United should win that. The game I'm looking forward to the most, Liverpool against Tottenham. Because I would like to see um, Harry Kane and Son with all the things they've been displaying with other clubs. Come and display it against Liverpool. Come and shake the boost more. No, they will not shake. They will be like jellyfish. But I'm looking forward to that game. Then Norwich against West Ham. West Ham should win that. Leicester against Everton. I don't even know because both clubs are struggling. Arsenal against Leeds. Arsenal should win that. Man City against Newcastle is another tricky game I'm looking forward to because anything is possible. So yeah, that's all for today. I feel like this this podcast, this episode was really long. And that's because there were so many games. And I know I could have broken it down to two episodes. But I'm like, why? You people, you guys will listen. You guys are faithful listeners. You guys will listen to me and listen to me rant and explain how I feel about these games and what I think about these games and stuff like that and appreciate the the long talk. But anyways, that's it for now. Um I don't know for the Champions League. Who do I think is going Of course we said Liverpool between Real Madrid and City. I'm so praying and hoping it's Manchester City. And I'm hoping that the next time I'm recording the podcast, if Manchester City qualify to the finals, um, I told myself I'm going to get a Manchester City shirt for myself because I need a new one. And that's the condition for me to get one for myself if we qualify to the Champions League final. So, yeah, I'm giving myself a gift if we qualify because I deserve it. But then again, I'm really hoping, I'm really praying. It would be nice to see Liverpool against Manchester City. After we went through Manchester City against Chelsea last season, we come and do Liverpool against Manchester City this season. But Holy Spirit, we shall win one eventually. And when we win one, 
if you want the street to not hear what I promise you, you will not hear what because anyways, let's leave that as it is. Let's not drink anything. Um, yeah, that's all for me. Um, from me today, enjoy your week, enjoy your weekend. It's public holiday everywhere, apparently. So, my listeners are broad and apple. Enjoy your public holiday and go out, have fun, just vibe. <laughs> yeah, from me to you. Bye.